Hey, chiropractors, we're ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. All right, welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and my voice might be echoey. I'm at home in lockdown, isolation, quarantine. But I wanted to bring some podcasts to you, especially ones that are timely. And this one, I have Johan San Cristobal on here of Avonmed and him and Pablo. You've heard Pablo on my show before. They just do amazing work around social media, email marketing, Google ads, campaigns, landing pages, really do your marketing for you. They are from nuts to soup, the the marketing behind my practice. Uh, I'll create a lot of the content and from there they handle the distribution. You know, I talk a lot about it. You know, content marketing is is huge and you got to be creating really good content that's got great messaging, but your distribution or the vehicle of your content has to be ideal to get the results that you want and the proper ROI. And uh, Avonmed is is a company that helps do that for you. So today we dive into how things are changing in COVID-19 timeframe right now because they are changing on your marketing. And he just brings a lot of great information in four key aspects of of what we're going to dive into today. And so we, we, uh, we get really clear on what we need to be doing. And I think you'll enjoy this episode. And so without further ado, here's my episode diving into... COVID-19 marketing and what it looks like. All right. Welcome to the show, Johan. I really appreciate your time today. Uh, Before we dive into marketing and especially how it pertains to the unique time period we're in as we're recording this, it's uh, mid-April and it's the uh, kind of the middle of the COVID-19 stuff. So we're going to dive into what your marketing should look like in these times. Before we do that, uh, give us, tell us a little bit about yourself. Excellent. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, well, um, I mean, uh, I have over 15 years experience in the medical healthcare sector, working a lot with um, medical devices and uh, both in the United States, Canada and Latin America. So kind of a broad, broad experience there. Mm-hmm. And um, we've, uh, you know, we've really, from my experience, you know, really helped get products, our medical devices into the hands of doctors. Mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, very recently, you know, three years ago, we created Avonmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason for that was because we saw a gap from companies being able to give products to doctors, but we saw a gap that there were doctors, you know, weren't as effective into marketing their services into uh, patients, you know, which is the final mm-hmm. consumer. So we knew that that gap was there, and that's why uh, we created Avonmed. We've been doing this for three years, mm-hmm. helping practices new patients. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and you know, we've had uh, Pablo on the show before. I know you guys have partnered together on this. Right. I, I've known Pablo for years uh, as a, a friend, a, a patient, and uh, obviously helping out with the marketing of my private practices. And you guys have been very helpful for that, running our campaigns and, and doing all that. So I've seen it firsthand and it's been nice to work together with you because, uh, you know, you, de- you guys definitely bring a ton of knowledge when it comes to marketing, online marketing, email marketing, Facebook ads, Google ads, all that stuff. And then really try to work together on 
a lot of the chiropractic strategy. I know you've worked with other types of doctors and then it's been fun to work hand in hand on some of the nuances of the chiropractic profession. And uh, I know over the last couple of years, you've been working with some of my chiropractors I work with or that are part of the audience. And uh, so you've, you've, you've gotten to see how it works with a chiropractic profession all over the, all the country, different uh, markets, different aspects, uh, small town, big town. You know, it's obviously you, you, myself, Pablo, we're all here in South Florida, so it's a little bit of a bigger metropolitan area, but I'm sure you've gleaned a lot from the different types of chiropractic practices and locations. Yeah, that's that's correct, Kevin. And uh, yeah, I mean, so so we see we see only healthcare, right? Of course, so all all of our practices are in healthcare. Yep. We specialize just in healthcare. And I would say, I mean, and we see from general surgeons to um, uh, bariatric surgeons to OBGYNs, you know, so we have a whole bag. But about thirty percent of our entire portfolio is um, is chiropractors, you know. So we have a really good deep understanding on. Um, on, on what you guys need, on what you're seeing, uh, the obstacles that are coming up, particularly right now. Yeah. And of course, you know, that varies by different uh, states, you know, like states mm-hmm. like New York, definitely a lot more restricted right now. Yeah. And let's yeah. say somebody in, you know, Alabama or something. Yeah. And that's a good point. You know, like, obviously we're going to dive into this today and, and it's, mm-hmm. um, it's been interesting because I've got quite a few chiropractors that I do one-on-one coaching and consulting with. And, you know, I get on the phone with one that's in New Jersey and it's closed down. My practice is closed down in South Florida because we're a hotbed. And then I get on the phone with someone else in a different area and they're like, Oh yeah, we're down like 20%. So they're, you know, they're functioning at a, at a pretty high level. So everybody's different. So the information that we, you know, provide today that, you know, obviously if you're closed down, it's hard to try to uh, do the same thing that someone that's uh, fully open, but there are, yeah, but there are some things that will still be the same. And that's one thing. And I know we got on the phone when this all went down, I said, okay, what do we need to do for our marketing? And you sent me this great, pretty you know, detailed email. And I was like, you know, this needs to be, this needs to be a podcast episode. So let's, let's dive into it. Okay. I want to, I want to start with, We'll probably define some stuff as well, okay, and then mm-hmm. we'll dive into it. But let's talk about conversion campaigns. Can you let us know uh, what that is for our audience that's listening, and then we'll then we'll dive into what we need to do with our conversion campaigns. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so we have. So I mean, how we basically structure our marketing campaigns is really into three different types of campaigns, mm-hmm. and uh, we have you know what's conversion campaigns, okay. and a conversion campaign is you know something that is in the lower part of the, um, of the funnel, you know, it's mm-hmm. high intent. It's yep. somebody that's out there searching, you know, chiropractor near me, you know, they already know they want to see a chiropractor and they're already looking for one, someone locally, you know, or mm-hmm. back pain, back pain, sciatica relief doctor near me, you know, mm-hmm. that's a very high intent conversion campaign. That's what we refer to as, uh, as, as, as a conversion campaign. And mainly, I would tell you that mainly, this type of campaign occurs a lot on the search side. So, mm-hmm. you know, everything that is on the Google search, Bing, platforms like that, it's yes. people who are kind of searching, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it, it depends a lot also on the keyword term, you know, because sometimes you could start your search by, you know, you're, you're talking about uh, home remedies for back pain, you know, that's mm-hmm. more on the, on the awareness side, you know, you're starting to get yourself educated. So what we're looking for is, you know, something that is more on the, on the conversion side, and this happens a lot on the, on the search. And on, and on specific uh, keywords that they're looking for. 
Perfect. Yeah, that makes sense. So you're really trying to get them to call the office, schedule online, and, and obviously become a patient. And, you're, uh, and that's a big part of campaign. Typically, when you're working with someone, what would you recommend as far as uh, percentage of ad spend or whatever into conversion campaigns? I know that could be a hard answer, but typically. And are, are we talking about specifically right now or in general? In general, not right now because of the COVID, but in general, and then we'll go into what we need to change. Okay. In general, we, we, we recommend somewhere around a 40, 60. Okay. So 40% more into the conversion, mm-hmm. 60% more into that uh, awareness phase. Perfect. Okay. And so let's dive into the awareness. I'm going to circle back to the conversion change now, but mm-hmm. explain to, to our audience, what are the awareness campaigns? What does that mean? Okay, so awareness campaigns is you know, it's it's when we've identified a, a patient hmm. that might want our service, but they're not 100% convinced. And for example, you know the example that I gave before mm-hmm. is if somebody searches, you know, exercises for for to improve back pain or to improve sciatica pain. Mm-hmm. This is somebody who doesn't want to come into the clinic right now, as you can see from mm-hmm. the search. It's somebody that definitely has back pain, so it's it could it's our target, mm-hmm. but he's not ready to come in. And, um, and what we do here is, you know, we categorize this, pers- as, this person as an awareness target. What okay. we do here is, you know, we still run campaigns for them. You know, even if we bring them in from a search, you know, uh, when they do a search about remedies for back pain, home remedies mm-hmm. for back pain or exercise for back pain, we'll bring them into our landing page, mm-hmm. uh, which is more ed- educational. You know, it's more educational. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we'll go ahead and maybe create retargeting ads based on, uh, on their criteria. You know, they visited our, our landing page at one moment. So we'll, we'll then create campaigns on the retargeting side, which will be more educational. You know, we'll give in those videos that, um, I know you have some great videos and a lot of the chiropractors that we work with also have some great videos mm-hmm. on, you know, more, more on that educational side. This is what you should do if you have back pain. And what we're doing there is we're educating the patient. You know, we're mm-hmm. bringing them from an awareness Okay. Now understanding, oh, these are some of the things that I should do. And also knowing that, of course, you know, your local chiropractor, because they see your ad and they're like, okay, they, they also help us do this. And if we want, you know, more information or a specific treatment, we should go in and see them. So this is more on the, on, on the awareness side. Yeah. Okay, great. Let's take a break from today's episode and announce our first sponsor. This is going to be Propel Marketing and Design. I've known Darcy Sullivan for years. We've worked hand in hand on my websites. I don't trust anybody else to do this search engine optimization. She does a great job. There's there's so much to it. A lot of a lot of the lingo and the words are beyond my uh, comprehension, but it's just amazing work that she does. And if you're really going to get results with Google, you have to make sure your website is SEO optimized. And I really don't want you doing it yourself as a chiropractor. So you you just have to have this type of stuff done. And if you're looking to get more organic online traffic that pulls in new patients, Propel Marketing and Design is currently offering chiropractors who listen to this podcast a free SEO website review. The free review will help you uncover methods that will improve your website and boost your search engine visibility. Head over to propelyourcompany.com slash chiropractor and schedule your free SEO website review. You won't regret it. She gets great results. Your website needs this. Your search results need this. Head on over there to propelyourcompany.com slash chiropractor to get your free SEO website review. So now, um, given the COVID-19 issue that we're having, and it's just a time where 
either you're not open or people are kind of quarantining themselves. So we're, we're probably going to decrease our conversion campaigns. And that's what you kind of mentioned in the email. So uh, by how much are you, can, are you decreasing the conversion campaigns? Okay. And this, this, this also depends a little bit if you're open or if you're closed. Okay. But in, ge- in general, we're telling, we're telling our um, clients that mm-hmm. they should decrease their budget overall, you know, for, yeah. for conversion. You know, mm-hmm. if you're closed, we recommend decreasing it, decreasing it by, you know, up to an 80% and leave, mm-hmm. you know, 20% of the budget there. Okay. And this is because we don't want to fully shut down our campaign. Yep. We have, you know, we have throughout the month mm-hmm. created some sort of uh, optimization, some share, share ranking. And if we completely shut it off, it's going to start from zero, you know? So once we turn them back on, we're going to have, you know, about that month learning phase for, for the campaigns to readjust, optimize yeah. and increase our ad ranking share that makes so sense we don't, wanna, yeah. we don't want to completely bring it to zero yeah that uh, makes sense and so you know i guess on the good news is what i'm reading is that your facebook ads and things like that are actually cheaper right now anyway it, right it that is correct so yeah. so so and facebook social media goes more on the awareness side mm-hmm. so and so to finish on the conversion i think we think well, our recommendation is you need to lower the budget on the conversion side. Yeah. If you're closed, you know, maybe you should lower it even further up to an 80%. Mm-hmm. Okay. But keep the campaigns mm-hmm. running, you know, mm-hmm. keep them at a minimum budget so that they're still running. Yeah. If you're open, if you're open, we recommend you to focus on the campaigns. You know, don't decrease it as much mm-hmm. because I'm sure you're open, but you're still operating at, um, not at full capacity. Yeah. Sure, you know, you can't see as many patients as you can just, from uh, from a protocol, you know, you want to have more time to clean your to clean your practice between mm-hmm. patients. You don't want to have that many patients in your in your sitting room. So, just in general, you won't be able to operate at the same capacity as you were before. Yep. So, we recommend you know still reduce your your uh, your budget, but maybe in this case by a forty percent. Okay, perfect. And then, if, uh, and, and if you're running and if you are running those conversion campaigns, mm-hmm. we recommend that you go ahead and you change your ads a little bit and make mm-hmm. sure that, for example, on your, on the headline of your ads, you put, you know, we're open, you know, and yeah. tell your, tell your local audience, you know, from, from the front that, you know, we are open. I, I, and I think that's a great thing that you just mentioned. That's why I've been telling some chiropractors, like in the stuff that you're running or whatever is, is keep them updated on your status as a clinic. Like they need to know, uh, you're doing it tastefully, but you need to. Know, they need to know. Like, if you're open, great. If not, they they should know that as well. And um, you know, try to make them aware of your status as a as a practice, so they know they have an option or not. That's that's correct. Because I mean, a lot a lot of the practices are closed, and if you're able to be open, it's it's uh, it is um, it is an opportunity to gain share. So I it mean, is. your ad should say that from the beginning. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, some other things. Some other things, Kevin, that we've been mm-hmm. telling our um, our the practices that are open is um, reach out to your referral partners, you know, mm-hmm. that, that uh, um, make sure, you know, I mean, the, the ref- your referral partners are also, you know, limited to who they can refer to because more practices have closed, you know, so this is a good time to reach out to them and also let them know, hey, we're open. And, um, and maybe those, those other referral partners that weren't sending them any referrals your way, mm-hmm. it's a good time to also reach out and tell them, hey, look, uh, uh, during these times, you know, we're still open. So if you have any patients that need any help, you know, we're more than happy to help. Yeah, that's a great way. I've been uh, texting someone. We were open for, for probably three weeks where it was pretty dicey and people were closing. 
and I just was touching out to some of my MDs, attorneys, some of the gym owners, things like that, letting them know uh, that we were still open and things of that nature. And then we had, uh, I've had some of them reach out to me, you know, I've had some of the medical doctors reach out and say they're still open. So uh, have that communication, whether it's text, email, or phone call, whatever that relationship is with you. I wouldn't go by their office at this point, All right. All right. <laughs> but yeah, just touch base and let them know. So it's a, it's a great thing to do to, to touch base and everybody is trying to sort this out themselves. So it's good. Perfect. All right. Let's go into the awareness campaigns. Now, I've seen a lot of, it's been interesting. I've seen a lot of chiropractors who I've been trying to preach to for years about having content marketing and building that audience just now get into shooting video or posting because they realize like how important it is. And, and it's like, I wish they would have started earlier, but uh, that's neither here nor there. So uh, <laughs> if you've been running awareness campaigns, that, like you mentioned, social media is a very good awareness platform anyway. But if you've been doing awareness campaigns, what are you doing now uh, that's different than before COVID-19? Okay, so so what we've seen in awareness in awareness campaigns from you know through our social media, which mainly include uh, platforms such as Facebook and Instagram, mm-hmm. we've seen a tremendous amount of engagement. You know, yes. and of course, you know, a lot of our patients are in, are you know are not working; they're staying at home, mm-hmm. and they are spending a lot of time on the screen. You know, yes. going through through their through their Facebook feeds or going through you know through Instagram and their stories. So we've seen tremendous engagement, and mm-hmm. um, on average, what we've seen across you know all of our practices is about a 200% increase in engagement. Hmm. So this is a great opportunity for us to educate our patients. You know, you know, everyone that we've had on that top of the funnel or, or in that awareness stage, this is a perfect time to go ahead and, you know, talk a little bit more about, um, about your services. Yep. Uh, talk, talk, you know, give some value added information, you know, talk about some of the things that they could do at home in this time some exercises that they can do, I don't know, meditation programs they can, they can work on. And this just helps build, you know, that trust, you know, within, of course, the doctor, the practice, and the patient, and really see that, you know, there is a connection there. And um, hopefully, I mean, everything, all of this will settle, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, you'll have them back, back to your practice uh, uh, when this is done. What we've seen, too, is uh, there's been a lot of interaction, too, you know, so within the post and even uh, some of the ads. Yeah. There's a lot of um, patients that are, you know, asking questions and this is an important time, you know, to engage with them and really answer, you know, respond to them. And if you can, you know, set appointments, I mean, this is a critical time to set appointments for, uh, for the future, you know, yeah. so tell them, hey, um, uh, these are some of the things that you can do right now, but, you know, we'd, we'd, be, we'd be happy to see you in, um, in this date, you know, in the near future, May, and set up those yeah. appointments. Yeah, and I think that's the one of the keys is is bringing them information that's going to be useful right now. Like you said, maybe some home ergonomics, maybe activities of daily living, training stuff, fix your own back, fix your own neck. I see a lot of people in my neighborhood running now. So I know in certain areas, they're, they're not wanting people to run, I think, in some of the dense cities. But in my neighborhood, more people are running. So maybe you do like a pre-run warm-up type of deal, you know, stuff like that that they can use. And there's going to be other types of topics that are just not going to be as useful. So for me, Correct. Uh, I, you know, it was kind of funny. Pablo came and shot videos of me and a personal trainer who does, he, who's also certified in TPI golf. And we shot all these golf injury videos and it was early March. And I just realized, okay, by mid-March, 
that we shouldn't really be posting those because my audience, I, I do have a fair amount of golfers, but they've closed all the golf courses down here, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so not only people can't golf down here, golf is kind of the last thing that a lot of these people are thinking about right now. So I'm not going to run a big campaign around golf. Correct. That makes sense. So I think that's something to consider. I want you to touch base on here because this is something you broke down in the email. Will you discuss the 1% lookalike target audiences for, for our group here that's listening? Yes, um, most definitely. So on the awareness campaign, what we are recommending is, you know, mm -hmm. run those awareness campaigns, but um, run, do a retargeting, you know, use your audience as a retargeting because it's somebody that's already engaged at some point with you, you know, and that could be through your website. Mm -hmm. That could be through some uh, post in Instagram or in Facebook and any, anyone who maybe, you know, engaged through you, uh, maybe even through an email, you know? So yep. what you need to do is uh, create a, a campaign around using a retargeting audience. Mm -hmm. And then my second advice here is, you know, let's get audiences that are very similar to this, to this uh, website visitors to your, to, to, to your patients that have been engaging with you. So mm -hmm. run a lookalike audience of 1%. I think this is as far as you want to you go. So mm -hmm. create a re retargeting, remarketing of your current audience, and then yes. maybe a, do a lookalike of a 1%. This is okay. where we've seen most effective. Yeah, and I want to break that down a little bit and, and do it in a way where a lot of my audience has heard me talk about the before, during, and after units of marketing, or you could have, you know, the during unit would be measure your patient experience. The after unit is inactive patients. And so if you did something like took your email list and you made an audience of it, so for the chiropractors out there, you can actually funnel your email list into Facebook and it's directly connected. If you have a MailChimp account, it's like directly connected to Facebook. And if you have a thousand people on your email list and 700 of them have that particular email address affiliated with their Facebook profile, they'll go into an audience. So you could run uh, an awareness campaign to your patient base, which is great, right? That's a hundred percent correct. Yeah. And that's a during unit strategy uh, or an after unit strategy in this particular case right now, these are people that already know, like, and trust you and you're just staying aware with them. But you could also do the same thing. Like you said, you could do it from your website, like the last 180 days, anybody that's visited your website, as long as you got that Facebook pixel on there, that will become an audience, right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. And we, and we, and we do recommend, we do recommend uh, using, you know, of course, from your pixel, you need to make sure that, that you're, that you're properly set up first. Mm -hmm. And, um, and from the pixel, you can go ahead and run, you know, retargeting audiences, yeah. you know, based if they've engaged with your, uh, with your Facebook page, yep. based if they've engaged with any type of ad post that would be also in, in social media. Mm -hmm. And of course, the other component that you mentioned here, Kevin, which is, uh, which is key is, uh, you have a database of patients, yeah. and you can load you can load this database of patients into uh, into this platform, and it will automatically you know start also uh, marketing them through your through your campaign. So somebody who at some point you know filled out uh, a contact form, and mm -hmm. you have them in your database now you know it's also receiving a Facebook ad, and in this mm -hmm. case hopefully it's more of an informative ad, you know, educating them yeah. a little bit more about your practice. Yeah. Let me take a break from the podcast for a minute, and I want to discuss my clinic, Health Fit Chiropractic and Sports Recovery, Boca Raton, Miami, Florida. We got two offices, and we just redid our site. We hired John Morrison and his team at Get Clear Sites to give us a great look, a clear message, compelling content. And, you know, I just love working with John, and, and I know many of you do as well. 
John specializes in working with chiropractors and he's got great pricing packages for all budgets. John promised me that if you mention the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show or MCM, he will give you a great deal on your new site. So take a look at getclearsites.com and schedule a demonstration of their amazing platform. You won't regret it. It's user-friendly, looks amazing, and just is going to be a game changer for your practice. Perfect. Yeah. And so those would be great strategies for that during or after unit. Uh, and then if you wanted to do a, a, a before unit or a new patient marketing strategy, or at least a new patient, let's call it a new patient awareness campaign, mm-hmm. you're saying do a 1% lookalike of those people. So if that, let's just take the email list that we mentioned before. It's right. not going to be those people on the email list, but it's going to be people that are really like those people on that email list, right? That's 100% correct. So for yeah. example, if, if in that email, let's say that patient list email, let's say, um, and I'm sure you have it divided in, in, uh, in, in, in different types of sections, but let's say you have a runner's mm-hmm. email, right? And you have about, I don't know, a thousand runners in this list. Well, you go ahead, when you do that 1% lookalike, Facebook through its uh, algorithm is mm-hmm. going to go in and see, you know, this 1,000 patients that you have on the list. Yeah. And it's going to find similar, similar patients just like this, you know. So, for mm-hmm. example, I'm sure they, they're part of uh, specific run clubs. You know, they like to follow uh, specific brands. You know, they're into Nike run, you know, things, things like that. So, mm-hmm. they'll go ahead and find, you know, very similar um, new patients, new targets that you, can tar- that you can go ahead and advertise to. And it's also very effective. I, yeah. I usually recommend for this a 1%, not a 2%. Okay. Because once you get into a 2%, the engagement rate starts to die off. If you yeah. have enough budget, so if you have a good budget mm-hmm. and, uh, and that's not a problem, then yes, go with a 2%. But of course, if your yeah. budget's limited, I would say 1%. And I know particularly right now, everyone is, you know, um, having, you know, taking care more of their budgets. I would say yeah. go with a 1% maximum. Okay. Yeah. And that just means it's going to be a narrow defined uh, lookalike. So, you know, I think you could do up to 10%, which is going to be very, a lot more broad in general. Broad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but obviously if you were like, you know, I don't know, Coca-Cola, <laughs> you could probably do 10%. Yeah. You could probably so. do 10%. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. So I want people to understand that right now is not only a time to create very good content that is useful given the circumstances, but you need to make sure that your strategy about uh, around distributing this and your ad spend is effective. Otherwise, uh, it might fall on deaf ears. So you got to combine the good content with the good messaging with these targeting, you know, details and you'll really do well. So, and that's where you guys just do so, so much uh, valuable work for my practice is making sure that that stuff is, is taken care of. <laughs> All right. So I want to, I want to go to the next part, which is um, you had a, a nice little breakdown on email campaigns. Can you, can you dive into yeah. that a little bit for us? Okay. So that's, that's the other thing that we've, we've seen. Mm-hmm. We recommend to, you know, definitely increase your email communication. Yep. We've seen a 17% increase in uh, any, any email open rate. Mm-hmm. And also we've seen a shift to desktop. You know, most of the uh, open emails that we usually see are on, uh, on mobile. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess, you know, people are spending more time at home and, you know, they have a desktop. So mm-hmm. we're, seeing, we're seeing more open rates. And for some reason, we've seen a shift into, uh, into desktops. Interesting. So Perfect. we definitely see an opportunity here to increase uh, the frequency at the cadence mm-hmm. of, um, of sending emails. And look, this is something that is, um, is free for us. You know, if, if we've got a good database and, uh, you know, we're already paying a plan, whether, whether it's in MailChimp, you know, or, 
or other other platforms you know just sending that uh, you know sending that email is uh it's just good content you know it doesn't cost as much and right now they're you know getting really good open rates so we're telling all of our uh, customers you know to try to increase this Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. You know, and I, what I've done personally for my practice is we've always been once a week. We've gone to two, two times a week. Yeah. I try to provide them a lot of content. And then we've had a couple things where it's more announcements, obviously when we, we had did an announcement, how we were, you know, making our work environment safe. Then we had an announcement when we did close, but then we've other, other than that, it's been really valuable content that we've been putting out there. And then one of the things that we did do was we repurposed a virtual uh, summit we did for runners and triathletes. It was something we did two years ago and I'm able to just clone it. So we did that and I was posting that in the Boca Raton triathlete group that I'm a part of, the fleet feed group I'm a part of. We got the other people that were experts in that to share it. I did email that out. So yeah, we just were, you know, making sure we're getting our email campaigns up, trying to educate them but also keep them posted on the happenings of, of the practice and kind of the, the, the world right now. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. And, and I mean, I, I think, and, and the content that you're giving them, it's, it's perfect, perfect. What, what we need to do right now, mm-hmm. but we're, you know, we're trying to tell also our clients is do more, you know, content driven messages, you know, yep. share things like tips, mm-hmm. guides, you know, videos, uh, something that the patient, you know, finds value in, you mm-hmm. know, how, you know, how to keep a healthier body, healthier mind, you know, especially during this time. Yeah. And really avoid a lot of that, you know, more promotional type of uh, message. That makes sense. Cool. All right, let's go to the last one. Let's go social posting. What are you seeing here? I mean, this is same same as email. You know, we've mm-hmm. seen we've seen an increase in in engagement. You know, we've yeah. seen across all of our practices about a forty five percent increase in uh, post engagement. Mm-hmm. So you know, we've seen more shares, more likes. So what we're what we're also recommending is you know let's 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 post a little bit uh, uh, more frequent. We're getting good numbers here. You know this is something that is um, that is also um, free to us, of course, if we have the content already built. So we recommend you know if you if you were posting two times, let's go to three times, mm-hmm. and then once you see which post is giving you know the better results or the most engagement, you know let's put let's spend five dollars and let's do a boost for you know an additional week or so. That makes sense. And then what's the, um, I get, I get this question a lot because uh, what I tend to do is boost the post a little bit, see if it gets some traction. And if I feel like it's been a great post, uh, I might convert that to a Facebook ad. Do you recommend that strategy right now? Yes, most definitely. So, you know, when you, when you boost it, you're going to go ahead and, you know, just expand your, you're, you're limited on how you can expand it, you know, but definitely uh-huh. you're going to expand it. You're going to get uh, more audience. And um, of course, since you already know it's engaging, hopefully it'll bring better results. So we definitely recommend a boost. If you show that it's gotten a tremendous result, you can easily change that into, uh, into an ad where, you know, you have the ability to be even more specific. You can, you know, send it to a specific audience. Like we said, you know, maybe we could create a 1% retargeting. In this case, you know, we feel very comfortable. So maybe even say, okay, let's do a 2% retargeting for this particular boost, you know, which this are, you have more ability uh, of, what you can do with it when you make it into an ad. That's, that's what I wanted to hear, hear you say is, and, and I, I think sometimes the audience gets uh, a little confused by what the difference of a Facebook post is and, a, and an ad. You're definitely going to get more capabilities with a Facebook ad, right? A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. And you're more in control on who you're going to deliver to mm-hmm. where, you know, what audience, 
you know, you can even say at a specific time, you know, if you like specific interests, so mm-hmm. you could you could channel it even further. Yeah. What I've liked to do is when I do post, sometimes I'll put, you know, I'll tend to put some money behind it on a boosted post too, because I want to see how it does. And then I'll turn it into an ad, but also, uh, you know, you get a little bit more engagement on that post. And so you're, you know, if people are going to your Facebook business page, it doesn't look like a ghost town where it's like, okay, you're posting, but nobody's engaging. <laughs> right. That's correct. It's always yeah. nice to see, you know, that there's common shares like yeah. on, uh, on your particular, yes. Exactly. And, I, and, and I don't recommend to do it on, on all the posts. Uh-huh. You know, if you're doing two a week, three a week, go ahead and use the one that is, you know, the most uh, engaging, the one that's showing the best results and invest in that one. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to turn every one of your posts into a Facebook ad. You know, we just don't have the margin and budgets to do that. If you had a $25,000 a month marketing budget, you could probably do something like that. <laughs> but, sure. So we got to be smart with it. So yeah, pick the one that's like, you know, I get some good feedback on that. Sometimes you'll even notice you'll post and you don't boost it at all. And there's still some, a little bit more uh, engagement than others. And so that's pretty a good indicator as well. That's correct. Perfect. Yeah, that's really good information. I know we wanted to break down those four things. Just to review, that mm-hmm. was we're going to decrease our conversion campaigns. We're going to increase our awareness campaigns. We're going to increase our email campaign. And we're going to increase our social posting. Are there anything else that you can recommend over the next couple minutes here for our audience to take into consideration when it comes into the, the marketing of their practice right now? Yeah, so, so we also have, I mean, th- and that's, well, what we just went over was mainly, you know, around um, the marketing strategy, yeah. ad spend strategy, you know, and uh, some other things that we're recommending, uh, like as best practices, mm-hmm. um, you know, where for some practices that are able to do it, you know, we're telling them to, uh, to go ahead and get maybe tele- telemedicine services, mm-hmm. which is something that's increased. Yeah. And um, I know it's something, you know, more, more difficult sometimes for, for something like in the chiropractic field. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's sometimes a good way also to do follow-ups or pre-screen new patients, you know? Yep. So that's something that, uh, that we recommend. Also, um, information is key. So, you know, what, what we always say is, you know, maintain your, your patient informed. Mm-hmm. So make sure, you're, uh, um, make sure in your website, you know, you talk about your, your hours, you know, mm-hmm. some of the things, some of the procedures that you're doing to uh, help, you know, maintain your, your practices as hygienic clean as possible, you know, for, yep. for, for, when, for when they are visiting. Also, update your Google business accounts, you know, update them in your website, update them Google business, update uh, your Facebook account about, you know, your operate hours of operation. That uh, makes sense. Uh, yeah, website, Google My Business, Facebook. Yeah, definitely want to update that. Keep that stuff uh, fresh. Things are changing every day right now, and so make sure you're you're doing that. And and keep your just keep informing your patient base. You know, it's going to come back when things That's- reopen. It's going to come back. And if you're doing the things right now to be very valuable and useful, it'll be an easier climb back to the top of the mountain. That's that's the most important, Kevin. Yeah, keep that that keep that ongoing communication. Uh, uh, with your patients, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it, this is still, you know, I find it a, an opportunity for, um, for us to show, uh, to our patients, you know, that, you know, we're more than just a regular practice, you know, and, and they can trust in us and, you know, we add a lot more value. So right. this is a perfect time to maintain that communication. Perfect. Perfect. If our audience wants to reach out to you, how can they get, get a hold of you? They could visit our website, avanmed.com. They could also write, write an email. So Johan, J-O-H-A-N-N 
at avanmed.com. And uh, there's also a toll-free number in, in our website that they can reach us to. Perfect. I'll make sure that's in the show notes. And that's A-V-A-N-M-E-D, uh, Avanmed. So yeah, check, check their stuff out. They're doing great work. I always appreciate your help, not only in my private practice, but also with my audience and making sure that we're up to speed on everything. Excellent. Thanks. Likewise, Kevin. It's always a pleasure. Definitely. Have a great one. You too. Take care. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning in today. Please be sure to check our redesigned website at www.modernchiropracticmarketing.com. Stay up to date with our blog where content is regularly added by Kevin and guest contributors. You can also access our library of podcast episodes there. Go to www.modernchiropracticmarketing.com and subscribe to the podcast today. This is the podcastfactory.com.